take two. Huh? Huh? Unbelievable. So just so everybody knows out there, as you are watching it or listening to this fourth episode of a sit down with Sturge, I want to let everybody know full transparency that me and Joe sat here for 15 minutes, talked a lot of shit. And uh, it's gone. Uh, this is what happens. It's the cost of doing business. I don't want to necessarily call it the LaCory curse because there was a lot of things that were happening. <laughs> so uh, my guest today, first and foremost, thank you to everybody, all the positive response for the pause interview, for the Gary Turner interview. I've I've typically loved to interview people with, with a purpose, uh, with some kind of mission, what kind of statement, some kind of um, just a story to tell. And I met Joe LaCory a couple, a couple years ago through Dr. Sean Basinger, who is a 10% investor of job sports, uh, through his office, I believe in Woodbridge or Scotch Plains or one of those two offices. I actually think you did it. You did a, uh, he, you had a, something set up at one of our ah, events. The at, wrestling. At, at wrestling. Yes. Event, at a right? tournament. Exactly. So I met you there yeah. and then we got connected through job sports, yeah. but Joe, Welcome back to the show. Yeah. Dude, very, very sorry about that. That is so annoying, man. Like, it's, it's still burning me a little bit. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's burning right through my soul right now. But uh, it, this is what happens, bro. This is, this. It, I, I shouldn't say it's this is what happens because it never does. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty good with this stuff. Uh, so the fact that I looked over to my left and I saw it, I was like, okay, when did that? I saw you look a couple times and I was like, ah, this is this normal. Yeah, no, I mean, I do look over here, and then I look over here, and then I look over there, just to make sure we're all in line and everything's good, and uh, we weren't, so here we are again, Joe LaCorey, uh, friend of the show, and the reason why I bring you on here yeah. is because... Uh, That's what everybody wants to know, what am I doing? Yeah, on? exactly, I got a lot of that, like, what what is Joe going to bring to the show? Yeah, exactly. And I said, well, you know, just so you know, didn't, you don't remember him rescuing that little baby from That's the fire, I mean, you know? Yeah. Like, um, No, but I brought Joe on because he's an interesting dude, he's, he's lived a very, very uh, interesting life, a lot of turns here and there, um, I do want to kind of pick up where we left off, but I do want to summarize, obviously, what we talked about before, yeah. and that was that, you know, you grew up in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Um, an Italian American, first generation. Yep. Your, your old man was uh, very excited to become an American citizen. I'm like paraphrasing and doing all this, and this is terrible for me. You tell that basically, story, yeah. yeah. I mean, basically, he he uh, he. One of the well, I said one of the proudest days of his life when he became American citizen. Yeah, but growing up, you know, in Elizabeth, now I'm thinking about some of the stories. Growing up, like you know, we grew up a little bit different. Like my old man's father passed away when he was like 13. Oh which wow, I, which I, we didn't talk about before. You know, I'm thinking about some of the stories of living in Elizabeth. Right. Um, you know, we grew up a little hard, man. We grew up different. Not not like today. Not like the way me and you, you know, we talk about raising our children. He wanted w what was best for me, but he never really had an example of how to do that. So, you know, we, we, it was a little bit different growing up in the Corey household. If you, if you kind of, you know, wet your bed, you know, my old man's wasn't his suggestion wasn't to talk to you about what's going on <laughs> he basically threw you in a diaper and like wow he was like all right you know what I mean? he, we kind of grew up a little bit weird man like, hey, listen uh, that's not weird that's old school that's that's yes stories yeah that sure my therapist will love to hear about right. <laughs> so we did talk about it in take one we did yeah. talk about the fact that you're a family guy and you grew up with your family and your cousins were very close to you and we were yeah. starting to talk about your cousin john um right. so Obviously, tell that story. I mean, you guys were all close growing up. Everybody's at the same age range, so it all yeah. kind of worked out nice to as far as like playing together and yeah. hanging out together and being tight. Uh, but obviously, families together. So it's yeah, and, and the reason why we're here a week later than what I thought we would be is because you had to make Sunday sauce. So that took eight days or whatever. <laughs> It's so, about a four day process. I and I swear to God, I thought it was a it's figure a lot, of speech. Man. I thought I was like, oh, he's just. Oh, I gotta make the sauce. Yeah, like, something. I, I, I have to make money or something. Something. Yeah, and so I'm I like, legitimately had to make 
the sauce. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I'm like, this is. I was like, what does yeah. he mean? I know, is he cooking? Days, like four days of sauce making uh, this weekend. We all, like I said, the main reason what we were talking about was because, you know, of course we get homemade sauce, yeah. delicious. And I'll, I'll put it up against anybody. Gravy, but whatever. Sauce. And <laughs> the main reason why we do it and spend those four days, and they're agonizing. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's, it's a long process. Starts at about. Seven in the morning, Uncle John lighting the lighting the burners. Wow, you know, it's a whole process. Fifty bushels of tomatoes that we have to wash, and then we have to cook, and then we have to peel, and so on. But that's such a cool thing. It I mean, it, cool. like you're bringing them, you're bringing everybody together yeah. on that day. Yeah. Is it what a monthly thing, a weekly thing? No, 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 no. no. It's a yearly thing. Oh Jesus! Actually, it was bi- it was it was bi yearly. We would do it every two years because of the process took so long we figured let's let's have it like let's punish ourselves for four days <laughs> i'm actually one of the one of the ones that kind of talked us back into doing it every year okay so much work but anyway it's cool you got your family together got the cousins right. got the aunts got the uncles got my mom got my brother but now i'm adding my my what all the wives are there right out. i got my son in there getting dirty you know you gotta it's 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 part of like the fabric of who we are you get in there and you make the sauce and um um, that's a big deal of who we are, but yeah, that's why I wasn't here. And all the wives are like all con- conveniently in one room saying, what did we do? Yeah. <laughs> why are we here? I'm not sure if we could survive all this. Um, that's, that's a definitely a funny tradition in most families where the wives come in they're like, Oh, we could be friends why? because I don't want to talk to any of those Neanderthals over there. Um, sorry. So you come up with your cousin crew. Um, and, uh, you were saying earlier that, you know, you got the softball thing, even to this day, you know, you guys are all still relatively close, yeah. but a couple years back, your, your cousin, John, uh, really kind of shaped things. Yeah. A couple years back, my, uh, 2018, I believe in October, um, I actually wrote a song about it, uh, kind of alluding to that day. It took a really long time to do that, but, um, October, and we got, I got a phone call real late, uh, three, four o'clock in the morning from my mother. And I hear in her voice, it was, it was like real shaky. Um, something, you know, something's wrong. You know, yeah. as a dad, as a, as a son, you know, yeah, you yeah. hear the voice. And, um, you know, basically she said he's gone. And she said that talking about my cousin, John, and he had, you know, tragically got into an accident. Um, and, um, that, which he wasn't driving. And we found out, obviously he sustained his injuries and, and they, they tried to resuscitate him and, you know, unfortunately, we lost them. So that happened. John just became a cop not too long ago. Got sworn in a month earlier. Where, ago. if you don't mind me asking, in Hillside. Okay. Yeah, in Hillside, which I talk. I was telling you about. I was trying yeah. to talk him out of it. Right. You know, like I said, everybody loves a fireman. You know, and the land. And I said, like the landscape of yeah, becoming a, a police officer in today's society is just like it's not frowned upon, but it's just like all right, tread tread lightly, bro. Yeah. Like good luck, you know. Yeah. Like this, the climate is not as nice as it once was. No, it wasn't. You know, the police officers aren't respected. And I'm not going to get into that. No, no, no I'm fine. a big, obviously a, a big police supporter, but you know, obviously I I do want people to, to feel like they're treated equal. Mm. John had that mentality. He had that perfect temperament where he he was the perfect guy to kind of usher the new age of, of police force police the, the guy who can he can come to a situation assess the situation he didn't lose his mind people really responded to him he had a he had a really calming way about him you know i saw like i said he was the type of person when he walked in a room he lit the room up you know so he was a huge huge loss for us um two i'm sorry not, not two months later a month later you know my father through all this tragedy we're having you know, we're coming together, pain like I've never felt. You 
know, I, I was in a spiral, and we, and I know you're a big mental health guy. Yeah. And I, and to be honest with you, you know, I listen to a lot of what you say, and I, I get motivated by your, you know, that kind of like keep driving forward mentality, and you know, don't the stigma of mental mental health. You know, I was in a bad place. You know, I'm not gonna lie, a lot of us were, and we talk about it. Uh, all of us, you know, we tried to we we tried to discuss with each other, but it was kind of like everybody went to their own little kind of hole to deal with this huge, huge loss that was like almost unbearable in our family. Cut to a month later, my father's in a hospital. I thought he was in a, he had, he's a diabetic. I thought it was like his normal thing. He kind of, he, he couldn't, he had neuropathy in his feet. Mm-hmm. Couldn't really feel things. Sometimes he would get an infection, go to the hospital. A couple of days later, he went out. Right. And um, that wasn't the case. He went in and we tragically lost my father a month after this, 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 you know, life changing, life altering loss in our family. A young man, my, my cousin was 30 years old. How long was your father in the hospital? He was in there for about maybe about five days, six days, and then that was it. After that, and that was it. Never came. My out. God! And wow. you know, we had to make some hard choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, of uh, course. Me and my mom, my brother, and my sister kind of sat and talked. And um, you know, when he they 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 tried some some sort of uh, procedure where they kind of froze him, and and hoping when 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 he kind of thawed out, for lack of a better word, that he would kind of he would he would um, you know actually have consciousness or be able to. Right. Nothing was there. there was wow. No brain activity whatsoever. So I know my old man, you know, he would haunt me if I left him like that. Uh-huh. He just wouldn't. That's not who he was. He was the dude. Like, he was the patriarch of our family, basically. My, you know, Rocco was kind of like, he was kind of like the, um, he was everyone's father, all my cousins. They come to him for advice. They come to him for this. He was that kind of guy. So uh-huh. to leave him there with, with no brain activity, it wouldn't sit well with me. So yeah. that's kind of where the song came from. The and, reason why I mentioned yeah. those things is that my cousin John, loss of, of that was so big that I felt for like two years, I didn't properly mourn my father. You know, I was still kind of getting over the loss of my brother, you know, basically. And um, I guess a couple years later, uh, you know, to work, like we talk about mental health, one of the things I do, uh, you work out. Yeah. Big, big help. One of the things I do is I sit down in my, my basement, I play the guitar. And I pick out the guitar and I work out my feelings kind of that way, you know. And when did that start? Playing the guitar? Yeah, like when, or or at least your uh, love for music. Yeah, I mean, I always kind of had a, a um, I always kind of had, I always loved to sing, and I didn't really show a lot of that when you're growing up. In, yeah, it's kind of like yeah, you're like, you're like oh, oh, yeah. I'm, I was a linebacker, right? <laughs> you're looking like you're like Oz from like American Pie, you know? Like all of a sudden he's in the Glee Club <laughs> or the choir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Right. Like. <laughs> So I did like to sing. I, I wasn't a huge, I didn't show it to a lot of people back then. Now, you know, you kind of get older and you realize you don't care what people think. And um, it, it's just always been a little bit part of who I was musically. I've been playing a guitar for probably like 20 years now. 15, wow, okay. 15, almost 15 to 20 years, still learning how to play the guitar. That's All right, well, what, from somebody who's, and I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass, for somebody who's went out to the bars, whether it be Big Shots or JRs or the or local watering holes in Woodbridge, yeah, I have seen you. you the, the pipes are the pipes are there. Uh, the pipes are there, and they're a lot of fun. So, all right, so you're, you're mourning the loss of your father by writing this this song. And, and, and before, you know, I, I could preface this by saying, when I first heard the song yeah. and you released it out to the world mm-hmm. for, and that's got to be hard too, you know? Like, you're like, all right, what are people going to think of this? Like, I don't think anybody's going to come out and say, well, that song's stunk. You know what I mean? Like, I think people are going to hear it. And what it did to me was, A, it made me fucking weep. You know, like, I, yeah. honestly, the first time I was like, damn, like, that's deep sh- stuff, bro. Yeah. Like, that, that was some, and it, like I said, the combination of your voice and the feelings and the words, yeah. 
It was an, it's an incredible song. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I think that's the main, the biggest thing for me is, is be able to relate people to relate to. And I think it, you know, I had a friend call me, he goes, Hey, it reminds me of my mom. You mm-hmm. know, and I, same thing. I, imagine me writing it. I definitely weeped a couple of times writing it. It was really difficult. And most of the songs I write are about things I know and love. Mm-hmm. I write about my kids, my wife, my cousins, my family, you know, like that kind of stuff. Right. A lot of the stuff I try to do when I do write is to be relatable, to have feelings, to be able to be like, Hey man, I, this song, like you said, makes me think of this, makes me think of that. And um, I think it's the only way to do it. I think good music, and like you said, it's kind of hard to put it out there. I, I don't think I care. Now, I, listen, don't get me wrong, man. If you're going to troll me <laughs> and say you hate me, and you're, I, I'm not going to just, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not soft. Mm-hmm. But as far as like putting out who I am and what I believe in, if you like it, you, you know, that's great. And But if you don't, I right, listen. That's a you know, that's a that's a superpower <laughs> in today's I, that's society. Who I've always been. If like, you could shut it all off, yeah. you know that's a, that's an absolute superpower. Yeah. So so back to the song. Um, you know, it takes you obviously some time to write it because of all the the meaning that you're putting into it. Um, but like I said, yeah. just talk me through that entire Looking process out, because man. that's a that's a big thing. It's not just like, hey, I got a little melody here. I'm going to put it out there yeah. for all you people on YouTube. Like yeah. this got the iTunes, Spotify. This yeah. this went everywhere. Yeah, the song's called The Rock. Um, obviously, it's like a double meaning Rocco is my dad's name the rock meaning like wow then now it's kind of it's kind of coming together no, I didn't know his name was Rocco so there you go yeah. and that, that kind of makes sense Rocco so and the other meaning is being you know, my father was kind of the rock of the family you know so that was like the double meaning to the song and it talk you know I, I'm having a conversation with him you know saying things like oh you know I wonder if you're proud of me or or the man my son will be because these are things that you kind of lose when you lose somebody and you're not able to you know growing up my old man was a worker man he was just like we talked about it you mm-hmm. know, before, busting your butt, putting hours in, calling your wife, going, "Hey, I'm going to be home late, honey." My old man was a worker, ten to ten. I barely knew him growing up, and he worked two jobs to make sure that we had everything we, we could possibly have. I didn't know that as a kid. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know the guy. And when he would show up, he I'd see him. He'd probably in the middle of his second job was trying to sleep, and me and my brother and my sister being pain in the asses. Waking him up and he comes out yelling. I'm like, oh, who's this guy? Like, all he's is just sleep here and get mad. Right. No. Does he pay rent? Yeah, exactly. He pays all the rent. (laughs) The entire amount of rent. I didn't get the sacrifices he was putting in when when we were kids. And I know that now. And I I said, the reason why I get so upset about my father being gone is because we just, like, my father's oil water. Right. Like, we just, nothing. He said blue, I said black. Mm -hmm. He said red, I said green. He said up, down. So that's how we were we finally came to like an understanding or a common ground. And he was, and he was just like, listen, I was hard on you because I wanted, you know, push you to be the best you could possibly be. And so on and so forth. Right. Like all fathers do. Yeah, of course. He, he did it in a way that was, you know, funny, in a funny way, which I said, we, 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 we could have another conversation about that growing up in the Rocco, the Rocco days. But the biggest thing was we finally connected, man. Like we were like, I was a grown man. He saw me with my kids. He we respected each other. We hung out. We talked. He wasn't trying to. He was finally like, "All right, I raised you. You're a man. I'm proud of you. Now let's be father and son. Let's be friends." And it's like I lost out on so much of that because not too much longer th- from that, you know, he right. passed away. Right. And it's like all those things I wish we were able to do that we weren't able to do. Um, you know, the kind of regret you have whenever somebody passes away. Right. And that's basically what the song is about. Is like kind of me saying, like, man, I, I really wish we had some more time, you know. But I do cherish the time we had together. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. 
You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. With your permission, of course, mm-hmm. I would like to play your song at the end of this podcast so people can hear of it. Of course, you know, I, unless you're trying to, unless you want me to direct them to somewhere so you can get paid for it. That, that's a that's a big thing too. Oh, no, so. that's fine. Listen, or at least a little clip of it. I want people to hear your pipes, man. Yeah. I, I I think if and if they haven't, you got to go over to iTunes and everywhere yeah. you download all your music, Spotify, Amazon, whatever. Yeah. Ask Alexa. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Do what you got to do because you got to hear this song yeah. because it's really good. Listen, to get paid to get paid to play music. That's pretty badass. It'd be great if I could do that as a job for the rest of my life. That would be amazing. Um, but just for people to hear it, yeah. like you, and relate to it, or think about the people they love, or think about what's not so much people that pass. See, what it does for me now is it makes me think about the people who are here, like my son, my daughter, my wife, my family. Like, let's not waste time. I, You know, you know? I heard, yeah, man. And I can relate uh, of, of big-time loss. I lost my best friend uh, when he was 18 and I was 20. Ask you about that. Yeah, so he uh, abruptly died in his sleep. And, you know, yeah. there's, there's obviously... Uh, yeah, not so much rumors or, or, or ideas that you know it was self-inflicted because of the stress and, and the pain and, the, and you know, he was going through as yeah. a, as a gay man in the yeah. world. And back then, oh, wasn't you know you weren't stuff. allowed to do that. Yeah, I not, wouldn't even sing in public. So imagine coming out and saying that you. Eh, yeah. So it's not as as worldly accepted. So I, I lost my best friend, who was my brother too. Basically, yeah. grew up with him, man. And it's it's not it's not easy to deal with. But it's something I heard uh, not too long ago was I, I forget who it was it might have been I, I listened to a lot of like motivational speakers and yeah. stuff like that because i like to get revved up you know yeah. whether it be to go work out or even just start the day yeah, you know yeah. um i read something that uh, you know somebody had asked like hey how you know how how old your father you know and he's like well he's about 60 65 and he's like well that means he only has about 10 years left right so uh or not by math you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um and he's like you know how many times do you see him and he goes, ah, once or twice a year. He's yeah. like, so in those 10 years, you're going to see him 20 more times. Yeah. 20. Yeah. Like the countdown's on. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. holy shit. Like, yeah. and that's why I make it a point and, and you make it a point now to kind of live your entire life through your family uh, because you just, you don't know when, when your time is called, there's no negotiation process. There's no yeah. re up your contract. This isn't sports. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is life. Yeah. And when I know that I'm not going to be here forever, you know what I mean? And the time that I'm putting in here, while I love what I'm doing and I love building this brand and doing everything that I'm possibly trying to do yeah. uh, to get this thing off the ground, um, I do know that I'm missing time with my kids and I'm missing time with my friends. It's And, and it's very important. And I'm, I'm sure you know, too, to for every spare minute, you know, and, and it just recently hit me where there'd be times where I'd get home from work. And I'm sitting on my daughter's floor and I grab my phone and I'm doing more work. And like, I'm not present in that moment. I'm just like, oh, fuck this. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. I can't. I'm here with her now. You know, this is her time. She's waited all day. You know what I mean? The the other day broke my heart. Like the other day we woke up and I knew I had to come here for a rental. uh, Nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. And she wakes up and, you know, kids, they're going to be in your bed. 
there's just the way like there's just the way it is and they're gonna wind up there doing it wrong if they're not right be honest with you that's what i think so too and she winds up in my bed and my eyes open and she's looking right at me and she goes are we gonna have a breakfast date and i was like i gotta go to work I want to blow my head off right now. Like yeah. that's what, you know? So it resonates with me. When I have to, it's the know, worst, man. Play catch and you're like, <sighs> it's like, I can't, break it's it. such a healthy, I mean, it's an unhealthy balance when, when people are grinding away at, at a job and, and some people have better, you know, some yeah. people have a better situation where they get to be home yeah. and the stay at home dad or mom or whatever. And that's cool, but I'm sure it's, it ain't easy. You know what I mean? Like it's raising kids. You obviously, you know, you know, it, it's not easy. So, Got any got any tips? <laughs> yeah, t- tips. You got no any tips? Any um, tips for me? <laughs> my brother get kicked out of that. Uh, you know, I think it's the quality over quantity uh, because you know you you say I have twenty moments with my dad. Well, are the of those twenty moments are you just in each other's presence or are you are you connecting? You know, are you talking about things that are that are worthwhile? Well, it's not. Well, I heard that quote I'm about that saying, guy, and yeah, I was I'm like, "Well, saying. that I see my dad every week, yeah, like, yeah, uh, hopefully yeah, twice yeah, a week, yeah, you know what I mean, or anybody close, any of my family member, my bonus mom, like all these people." As they get a little older, like I'm, I'm the reason why I stopped coaching football this year. Um, and and shout out to the Grasso boys because they reached yes, out. Sir. Yes, sir. I would love to. Uh, I told them I got to get them in I here too. Come back, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I said when I do come back to coaching, I would love to coach with them guys are the best. But um. The biggest, the biggest thing is I'm I'm coaching my son's baseball team. Mm. I'm coaching. How my old son's your son? Soccer team. He's nine. Wow. Okay. So I'm coaching his soccer team. I'm coaching his baseball team, and I'm trying to get him to wrestling so hard that you have no you're idea. just you're just like, hey I'm man, trying not to force. This him. is pause. Just watch pause. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Shout out to pause. Too. Yeah, yeah. Awesome on the uh, podcast as well. I've known I've been watching him wrestle since he was a freshman. Um, unbelievable kid. But yeah, absolutely. I actually tried to take him to pause's class. He has a okay. class that he teaches on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think it's 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 being you know mixing business and pleasure, man. Like working, I love coaching, mm-hmm. but now I'm coaching the ultimate player. Like I'm coaching my son, right? And I'm trying to do it in a way where I'm like letting him be himself, which is really difficult. So he's way. not the quarterback, the is dad, what you're saying? No, no, he's not the quarterback. <laughs> the quarterback, shortstop, bats third. Right, right, right. No, he's not good. That at all. No, he, it's good. He's got to work. He, good, and he knows. And I told him that from the beginning. I said, if you want dad to be coach, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Cause dad ain't going to take it easy on you, mm-hmm. but whatever. It's a balance and, and I love it and we're doing great. And he loves it. I'm there. So that's a tip is kind of getting involved in that way. You know, yeah. and don't be, don't be a lunatic parent when you, when you, when you're so let them have fun, let them enjoy themselves. I, f- I find myself scared a lot, you know, especially with my daughter. She's only three, you know, my, my son, he's nine months. So he's going to be knocking his head around for the next couple of months. I'm just yeah. gonna be like, Jesus Christ, stop doing that. You know, but like my daughter, like, it, all it takes is like a, a, a scraped knee and she's losing her mind. And dad's like, Oh my God. And like, I'll, I'll, you know, this is not the right term, but if you want to discipline your kid, you know, like, and say, don't do that. Yeah. I might, I'm a very high energy guy. So if I'm like, Stella, don't do that. And yeah. she'll start crying. And I'm like, I am so sorry. <laughs> you know, like I am pleased forgive me. My yeah. love. I love you. You know, it's very hard for me my to discipline my kids. Soccer star as well. How old your daughter? She's seven. Okay. She's a soccer star. She's great. Uh, she's like a little firecracker, but yeah, same. Like if I'm telling my son to do something in a way where a coach tells us a player, um, and I try to do the same to her, she starts crying. Right, <laughs> and not because she's soft right. or she's she's just sweet, and she's got this beautiful face. But hey, listen, you'll see it. Like like couple days last week, she played up up a game with some older girls. This big left back 
this this girl was big. She was a little bit older than Lena. She mm-hmm. was about eight or nine. Mm-hmm. She blasted the ball, hit her in the face. Her glasses popped off. Oh, she my has bruises God. all over her face. You know, she cried for about five minutes, and then, you know what? She went back out there, man. That's what you do. You don't get too crazy. Mm-hmm. Let them figure it out. I mm-hmm. said the coach was there, and then and then eventually they get back out there, man. You, you know, that's there's nothing else you could do. Yeah. You got to teach them how to be resilient. Yeah. And be kind. That's it. Be resilient, be kind, and 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 figure it out that way. Hard work. And I told my son, here's a, bit, here's a cool story before I leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, you got time, bro. Cool story about my son. <laughs> we'll just add everything together. We'll just add it all together. <laughs> Go ahead. He, we were we took him to I took him to a camp, uh, the Colonia camp, yeah, uh, baseball camp. Okay, I think it was last year, and he went to the camp. You know, uh, Shalfo, all those guys, and I'm friends with Monaco, who's also the Woodbridge coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all good dudes, you know. Money Monaco, bro, <laughs> or Mo- Monaco. Monaco yeah. I, I messed it up, but it's, it's Manuch where I'm from. Right okay, now. all but right. Anyway, I was at the Colonia camp last year, so he he and I do both camps. Mm-hmm. Um, he went through the whole camp, and they have like a challenge at the end, and whoever age group, whoever wins, whoever wins the challenge or gets like the they win a bunch of prizes. They get a cool hat, they get a the baseball hat, right. they get a ball signed, whatever, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. So his friend won it, and not him, and he was super bummed. And I'm like, what's the problem? And he's like, well, I wanted to win that. I go, well, do you think you worked hard enough for that? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, uh, then the answer is no, right? right? So I said, listen, you don't you don't want to win something and just get it. You have to work your ass for it. So we bust our ass all year. Mm-hmm. We went, to, we went to, to cages. We were playing catch. We were taking them to privates with a couple friends of mine, yeah, so on and so forth. Yeah. Goes back the following year in a camp, has a great week of camp. I'm there at the end, the last day of camp, and all of a sudden they call his name. I hear cheering and clapping. And there he is with all the stuff that he won for his age group. For, for he, you know, he won player of the week, whatever, for his age group. Nice. And it was kind of like an aha moment for him. He was like, oh, man. He's like, so if we like – like practice really hard and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> imagine it's that weird how lucky you get yeah the harder you practice yeah in new york so that was a a great moment in our culmination our two-year culmination of <laughs> right. father son coach say hey man if you work hard things happen good things happen you might not win the the, the award all the time but that's the way you're going to win the award if you're yeah. going to win that's the way you're going to win a championship that's the way you're going to attack life that's how lacoris are we always taught that we bust our ass man we go out there we work we're workers and um, we're never going to fail, and that's kind of part of the song. We'll always be there for each other because we have each other's back. That's what family does, man, and that's why it's so important more than anything is that you know, when I've been through dark days, and you've been through some dark days. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some more. Yeah. The people you lean on the most are your family, and, and without mm-hmm. them, you know, things are, things, you're not going to be able to get yourself back up in the direction you need to go without family, so I think that's why it's... Yeah, because I've said that plenty of times. That, like, I love some of my best friends who I've known since, like, middle school, but, like, when yeah. it push comes to shove, yeah. the only there. the only people that I actually care that are mad at me yeah, or care that are looking at me like... You better be careful when mom's mad at you. Oh, well, sure. well, my mom's... Or wife. Yeah, well, yeah that's another story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <seriously>. <laughs> what she tolerates is this beyond anything yeah. that I've ever yeah. even... Thought that it's possible in, in a, another per, another human being, uh, but uh, my mom, it, it, like I, I grew up a little different. Like my parents got divorced when I was like eight. Okay. Um, so at first you live with your mom, then you you come to your smarts and you go live with dad. Right, you know right. what I mean? Like that, that was a different. Get diff- away with a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, you know what, dude? I honestly swear to God. Uh, my dad remarried in 2009 to my, I call her my bonus mom. I don't believe in That's the awesome, word stepmom because dude, like I, and I love my mother. 
She's a she's a crazy one. Let yeah. me tell you something. Yeah. She's she's out there. I always call her like a space cadet. You know what I mean? Like she's out there, but she means no harm to anybody. She would never hurt anybody. But uh, when my bonus mom came into the picture, uh, was around the first time that I ever even like cursed in front of my dad. Like wow. I I was like twenty. Like I wouldn't curse in front of my father my for mom twenty still years. Gives me shit. Yeah. Like I don't. Still. And she's gonna give you right there. Oh, right there. Like son of a. Yeah, you know, like that's great. But did you have to curse? Like, right. Oh, did, there's been times where, like, when we first started the podcast, like, man, that Gucci curses a lot, and I'm just like, yeah. And then over time, like, I'm starting to do it a little more. I'm like, that's not me, man. I shouldn't be MF in this and this, that, and a third. You know, that's not me. But uh, yeah, like, it, those are the people that I and I know you, you can they testament to this. Yeah. Those are the people you don't want to have upset with you ever. You know, you want to make those people proud over yeah. everybody else, your kids, yeah. your family, your cousins, everybody yeah. that's around your circle. Like everything else is like outside noise. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm just like, eh, I don't really, you know, if my buddy, you know, buddy Mark is mad at me for a yeah. day because I didn't answer the phone or something like that. I'm like, well, yeah. you know what, no, Dick, I'll happens. answer. I'll call you back yeah. when I can. But like, if, if I miss a call from my dad and I'm just like, damn, you know, like shit, got to call him back, yeah. you know, miss a call from Barry or my bonus bond. Like if I miss a call from her. I will put you guys in a room together, you and Barry, exactly. on a saw. My yeah. bonus mom, Barry, on a sauce off. I, I would love to. Really? Yes, because like you mean the traditional way of like with the. However, however she makes it. The, however she makes it, which I've seen her make okay. it. It's a long process. Sure? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty good, man. I listen. I. <laughs> I'm not gonna toot my own horn, but I'm pretty good. All right, listen. I <laughs> we had something catered the other day. Uh, it was okay. like vodka sauce was a, you know, petty vodka. And I was, yeah. I was eating it and then we was like, how was it? And I was like, ah, it's not Barry's, but it's good. You know, she's like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know what I mean? A Brooklyn Jew who has yeah. this, like yeah. this charismatic oh, yeah, they, dude. Oh, they, yeah, they can cook. But you know, it's funny. Like Jewish people catch a bad rap about cooking. Like she's that, she's very. Well, Cause they're traditional, traditional Jewish food, which I'll eat and I eat everything. <laughs> There's no, I have right. no, I love all foods from all different cultures. Um, but yeah, they don't. The traditional Jewish food isn't, I don't think, as delicious as Italian food. So right. When you get, I've had Jewish people cook Italian food before. Um, and she's from Brooklyn, so she's cultured in that. You know, she's yeah, she's been around. Culture. Yes. Right. So culture. in any event, it is a culture. Sauce off. We'll have to have. It. <laughs> uh, I got to ask you before we wrap. Yeah. Um, because obviously the story of of this uh, of Rocco, which is a fantastic story. It, yeah. it, it it honestly it makes anybody listening to this right now is probably gonna you know just appreciate things a little bit tighter, you know, going yeah. forward. And I think that's the goal. And I think that was a, a phenomenal goal of this podcast was yeah. to make sure that everybody that's close to you right now, just, you know, eh, just bring them in a little closer uh, for that moment because you yeah. just don't know. You just don't know. Um, yeah, so the, that's, that entire story was incredible. Um, also wanting to be like, we, like when you discuss about uh, mental health, you know, I was in a bad place and, and, you know, I'm still, I'm still working things out. You know, I talk, I'm not sad to say I talked to somebody about it before, um, two but, rounds. But I've been two rounds, yeah, bro. It's important because those are the people that I want to show up for. My wife, my family, my son. I want to make sure I'm the best version of me. Mm -hmm. And these songs help me get it out, but it's not, you know, it's not helping. It's not completing the circle. So it's part of it. Yeah. Close. But you want to be the best version for those people. Of course. It's, it, the, the, the writing yeah. of the music, the singing. I mean, yeah. I don't know what, maybe... I don't know. Maybe doctors can tell me something about this, but like yeah. singing, no matter what, even if you suck, even if you're terrible, there's a thing that gets released within your yeah. brain that when I'm driving home and I'm going over the Driscoll and I'm getting home out of here and I don't know, Creed's on, I know I'm a cornball. I love Creed. It's just one of those bands that I, Creed, I huh? love Scott Stapp. I think he's one of the better vocalists of the Dallas all Cowboy performance. <laughs> 
Yeah, it goes flying through the thing. Wow. Yeah. Well, don't knock it, first of all, until you try it. Actually, you know what? Next time you're at JR's, I want you hung and then fly through. You don't want me hanging on anything. <laughs> so I was a big Creed guy. So anytime Creed's, I'm on my arm. We're all running. I'm just, I'm yeah. piping out. And um, feel better. Yeah. Like you just automatically just yeah. feel good. And so it must feel even better when you're actually good at it, you know, like well, you are. I don't know if I'm good at it, but I'm genuine in everything I write. And everything I talk about are things that are going on in my life, mm -hmm. you know? So when I'm done crying, writing my dad's song, you know, I did have a, a sort of relief of like, wow, I, I had that in my, my mind, mm -hmm. in that, in my gut for God, I don't know how long. And so it did have a sense of relief. And then I wrote a song about my daughter, which is coming out soon Oof. called Grace. Oh. And that's a jerker too, because you start Ugh. thinking about little girls going, growing up and leaving. And you're like, oh my God. And part, one of the songs is like, one of the lyrics is like, I know one day you'll go away. And not like go away, but like grow up and leave my house. And she's like, she looks at me with those little eyes and she's like, Daddy, I don't want to leave ever. You know what I'm like? Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. We'll <laughs> good. We'll you're not going when, anywhere. We'll see when you're 13. Yeah, you're right. And, and you hate everybody in the in the way. Uh, oh, man. I'm looking forward to it. Does it have a, a name? Uh, that song's called Grace. Okay. And I have another song called Home coming out, which is more about my cousin John. Okay. I'll be able to piece a little bit. In there. Very, uh, very powerful stuff that you've written. A lot of sad man. stuff, man. But I had a lot of listen, bro. I had a lot of shit on my mind the last couple of years, and and this is the I way you're doing it. More music that's more upbeat, more more things are. You know, my life's you know going in a good direction right now. So yeah, and hopefully you get some music that'll that'll kind of mirror that. Yeah, I listen. Every like I said, the one song that you just put out, the rock was um was great. It was absolutely great. So I'm very looking forward to the uh, dude. I, I was blasting it. Like when I tell you, I bla like that was. I've got a lot of good. And then I'm trying to mimic your voice. I, I'm like, I can't, I can't do. It. I'm See, trying. I'm just like crazy because I do. No, I do nothing but mimic other people's. I'm a, I'm basically a cover band singer. So that's I do very true. Mimic other people's voices. So that's the hardest part is trying to find my voice. And I, yeah. I feel like I finally kind of got my niche I, of who I, I am. I feel know? like if I started recording music right now, I just sound like Scott Crazy. Stapp. <laughs> Ah, girl. Yeah, just no, like. No shit. I used to work out to that when I was like, like 99. See? Like 99. 99. When they were hot and they were prevalent. I get it. I understand. But I got to know, man, uh, with, yeah. with this music, right? Mm -hmm. You're in a band, you know, the yeah. 3rd of July, right? Yes, 3rd of July. Um, when did that, like. Out to the Condrick Boys. And of Sean course, Sean. Yeah, I mean, Dr. that Sean. you guys are rocking it every time I see you guys. Yeah. Where did that all start? Like, I, I gotta know. I, that, I know it could be a that might spiral into a, a fifty-five minute conversation. I know but the Condricks forever. Yeah, I grew up with uh, Jay, and, and me and Richie became closer recently. But we know each other since forever because we they grew they grew up in Seawarn. I grew up in Port Reading. Right. Uh, for those Woodbridge people who don't know, yeah, or people who outside of Woodbridge doesn't know. Um, right near the bay. Go ahead. Right near the bay. <laughs> and, and poor Redding's like their their evil stepsister. Yeah, right near the right near the factory. <laughs> right near the house. Right, right, near right. Exactly. So, uh, which is hilarious how it's Colonia that was going through all that stuff and not us. Right. With, with, with the, right. But um, yeah, no, we we Jay host, Jay Condrick hosts a party whenever the Sea Warren Bay does the fireworks, mm -hmm. and me and my family go, and Sean and his family have been going for years, and we always we always bring guitars. And if you ever know, if you don't Jay. His garage, he turned into a school of rock for his kids. Like right. His, his daughter plays bass. His son plays drums. Like the coolest little kids ever. So whenever we're at Jay's house, we play music. Like it's in your face. Like you can't have a drink without having a tambourine in your hand. So <laughs> it's just good. Yeah, that's kind of how it, how it started. And uh, we great. were playing. We were playing at this party every time we would come. We'd have a blast. People loved us. Sean's unbelievable guitarist. Slash another. Yeah, which is another. <laughs> and he's great at, at backing up my vocals. I I. You say I can sing, that's great. 
I can't, I, I can't harmonize. So if you sing something, I can't find you. I have my pitch and that's it, right? So Sean's great at finding you and backing up. It was just a perfect match. And uh, we were like, hey, man, you guys want to play a gig and see how it goes? Everyone showed so up. So nobody, nobody had the one line like, guys want to start a band? No, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, sort of. In, in other words, in other sort terms, of, yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> not, not in those exact words, but that's kind of how it was. Like, yeah. we, had, we had a gig and everyone showed up. And I was like, oh, shit. And he, we kind of felt it. Was it on the 3rd of July? I think it was. Which was we my, definitely played. It's my daughter's birthday, so like, I, yeah. Well, that's what it was. We, it was the third of July when we met. My my anniversary is the third of July. Rich's anniversary is the third of July. No shit. So it was just right. like kind of like it all kind of made I, sense. I guess we're third of July. Yeah, and uh, we did play a show on the third of July. There you go. At Moby's, I believe. Okay, shout out to Moby's. Badass show. Yeah, and people showed up, and every time we play, people show up and they like it. So and and it's mo mostly, if not all, cover. Right, I mean, yeah. you, have, you don't have any. Do you have any original music with I, them? I do have original music that I wrote, but I gave to Sean, and Sean kind of came up with a, a, a kind of. He also helped me write it, like an arrangement to it. Okay, and he wrote a couple leads to it, and then Jay would do his thing too. Mm -hmm. So we actually do have an original song that I wrote about kind of um, giving yourself a break. Okay, like it was like you know, I the song kind of like you, you you're always hard on yourself. It's not as bad as it seems, kind of thing. Yeah, they loved it. Sean's like, oh, I hear something. He goes, I hear something in it. Came back, and he's like, Oh, how about we do it this way? So he kind of arranged it differently. And if when you do that, that's our song. Yeah, you know, it's not my song anymore. Right. So that's another thing too. I'd like to get in the studio with those guys and record yeah. some original music, man. I'd be that'd be, be so badass. And, and having a band. And, and and there's nothing like it. And everybody listening to this, nine times out of ten, are like, again, my my audience right now is very localized right now. And of course, of course you know, you, you know, I would love to have somebody in California download your song tomorrow. You know what I mean? And that'd be great. But like. It's a localized thing. So hearing you guys and doing the, the come up that you guys have, have actually achieved already is, is just badass, bro. So, like, that's been fun to watch. Yeah. Where um, Where's the future for 3rd of July? Like, I know everybody's kind of been... Listen, Sean's got about 18... His, 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 his yeah. arm is... He's hasn't been here in a long yeah. time. He tells me, oh, yeah, I'll be there Monday. Yeah. You know, I'll text him Wednesday. So, uh, what time are you coming Monday? You know, like, it's already been two Maybe days past. snuck in a jam last week. Okay. A couple hours. And yeah. we all kind of looked at each other again. We're like, dude, we need to do yeah, but yeah. Sean's busy, of course. You know, Jay's super busy. Me and Rich are teachers, so right now, if we're not doing a side hustle or got our kids, like we're like, hey man, we we probably hung out more this summer, right. Than anything. And and listen, we've talked about me, Jay, and Rich going out and doing a show. You know, if Sean's busy or or if Jay's busy, me and Jay, me and Rich going out and doing a show. Like I think those would be fantastic play, too. Man. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Have to play because otherwise it keeps us sane. So. Um, we're playing a show in September, and I think we're going to start booking some more gigs uh, in September and October. September as a whole? As a September, we're playing a gig in September, uh, but I think it's like a private gig. And then okay. we're going to try and book some more shows in September and October, just booking dates. It's getting to the fall time. time now. People yeah. are going to want to be outside, yeah. you know, drink their beers and, and rock out, man. Absolutely. So that, that's that's just a... I Honestly, bro, like, I like to sing. I do. By myself, you know what I mean, and, and I think my grandma, you know, God rest her soul, she'll, she would have told me my voice was angelic, and probably that's it, you know, that's that's, baby, baby. yeah, like oh, you're doing you're so you're so, so good, you're so good so you know, and um, so I, mean, I know you got a great radio voice. I'm not trying to stroke you, and listen, and again, not stroking you. I'm, I'm super proud of you guys knowing where you guys came from, and I know Gooch for a long time too. Mm -hmm. So just seeing where Chop Sports Studio and the work you guys put in, man, like. Trying, you know, man, little by little. Gram, I'm not gonna rub your cheek, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, it's good. To, I, no, seriously, rub my cheek. <laughs> I, I, I love seeing people work hard and get what they deserve, man. That's all. And 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 if I can help in any way, 
I do. And that's, I've told you that I'm all about people helping people. Yeah. If you're helping someone to, for selfish reasons, it's not going to work. Right. So I agree. Sing your ass off, man. I, yeah, listen. One day, yeah, if I'll I'm drunk enough, if I'm drunk enough, one day, and you're at JRs or Big Shots or somewhere I know, and like I know the people, and I'm the I, when I'm talking, like yeah. not even like a slight buzz. If I'm like good, Dave, we've had worse up there. Bro. I might just jump on and be we've like duet something. Yeah. I'll be like, yo, you got any Creed? No cameras on. <laughs> you know any Creed? <laughs> <laughs> what if? And just like let's go. Oh my god. So anyway, maybe next time I'm in the studio, I'll bring the guitar and I'll yes. play some songs. Yeah, I, I listen on the and live show today. Out. On the live show today, I promised everybody a show, and I was like, hey, listen, Joe Lacour is coming in here later with his, his guitar. He's going to record new music right here tonight. Uh, but it, I listen. That door that you walked through yeah. today is now a forever open door awesome, for you. So come on in here, Thank check you. out the studios, hang out, watch sport, whatever the hell you want to yeah. do. It's it's open for you. I appreciate but that. Man. This entire show and this entire story has been incredible. And, and a shout out to all of your family members who, I, like I said, I see them all the time. Yeah. You know, and they're the the one thing about you guys, truth be told, is everybody's so goddamn nice. And, and whether it's uh, to each other or not, you know, like at certain yeah. times, anytime I've come across any LaCory, yeah. and there's a couple of you that I've come yeah. across, you guys have never, like, I've always get treated with respect, and it's always like, yeah. they look at me like, oh, it's it's Dave, the yeah, child sports yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, oh, shit, I yeah. feel like I'm important for yeah. about a half a minute. We're you know? like that in each other's lives. If That's awesome. That I'm supporting you. They must think that you're a good person. Yeah. Uh, and they'll I'm all right. That's how we are. rough around the edges. Trust each other. If you tell me this guy's a good guy, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, we are all nice until we're not nice. Right, until, until I need some backup. Was that, uh, yeah, and, uh, that Swayze moment. But, <laughs> but, and, you know, listen, we can, we can bite, but yeah. we'd rather not, man. We'd rather have a good time. That's yeah, how awesome. we are, man. It's, it's, it's definitely in our fabric to have a good time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It's been a great show. Uh, yeah, I'm I don't know what a so glad. wrestler and like a bodybuilder. I'm following these guys. I'm like, what the hell? No, no, no. Listen, I was kind of half kidding when I sent you that message, by the way, I was, I was more than half kidding. You're like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, oh, this is happening. Yeah, no, listen, there's other guys that are on the dock, like on deck right now, in the hole right now, that like I, the stories yeah. are what drive me. You know what I mean? Like, and the stories of the come up and, and where they were in life. And and today's episode was more like, you know, it was a mashup of a lot of things, whether yeah. it be the the legacy of your father, the the mental health, the, the dadding advice yourself, the, yeah. the coaching, the stuff that you're trying to instill in your kid. If people aren't listening to this, and getting something out of it, then they're not listening. You know what I mean? Because you yeah. you provided a lot of valuable, valuable Appreciate things it. here so. in this podcast. So I think that's why. And again, anybody I bring on after this is is not. It's not like oh, I got to one up the next guy. Or I got to one up the next no, guy. Everybody's yeah. got their own different skill set story, right? Like like pause and his story, incredible. Yeah, Gary did his thing with bodybuilding. Yeah. You have overcome a, a, a lot of loss in, in, in such a short amount of time. You know what I mean? And yeah. and when people think that they're down and they're down and they're yeah. down, you know, there's going to be family members and people that are saying, get up, dad, or yeah. get up, Joe, or get up, yeah. husband. You know what I mean? Like, right. get up. And those people will they'll raise you up, man. And they'll, they'll continue to do so. And I think that's a a very big thing to have in your family and, and a very big thing to have in your life is those constants, those people that are always going to be there regardless, uh, whether you think you're doing good or you think you're shitty for the day. Cause there's days, like I said, you know, it where you think you're all, you know, you're kind of all the way back and you're enjoying life and you're doing yeah. these, but then you're going to have that drive home on a Thursday around yeah. a Thursday and you're like, oof, you know, like I don't, feel so good yeah. you know what i mean your seven year old uh, don't care about your mental health right so right yeah it's, you know, it's, it's your daughter or your son just yeah. cares about the next time they go get pizza you know what i'm saying like they're kids they're kids uh, I, if i helped anyone in any way or if somebody took the advice and, and or, or heard my songs and made them think about something positive or 
whatever it might be, man, if it, it then it was all worth it because that that's kind of the idea of coming on. Yeah. So for sure. So this has been another episode of a sit down with Sturch with our guest Joe Lacory, and of course, thank you for coming on. We will have you back here again for part two when, when you guys get the record label deal and all that stuff for 3rd of July. And when all that stuff booms, we'll be here first. First, first to know. First to know, right here. All right, take care, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. change nothing here feels the same catch myself from falling back I do anything to have you back I wonder if you're proud of me or the man my son will be so many words left unsaid for when we meet again so strange